Hey, how's lockdown going for you? <laughs> I've, um, I don't know, I found today being a Monday a little bit harder than I found the weekend. Surprise, surprise, because I, of course, had to work today and the kids are back to remote learning. I spent this morning speaking with some coaching clients, which I really, really enjoyed. I think the capacity that we have to dive right in and get laser focused on things that are not lockdown uh, really helps us out. I think I spoke yesterday about the power of distraction and how that can help you if you're struggling with the stresses and anxieties and worries of lockdown. Uh, work serves the same purpose in some ways, you know, sometimes work's a burden, of course, but it also gives us direction and it gives us purpose and it's one hell of a distraction too, away from some of those things that have been driving us a little bit batty, worrying about lockdown. I wanted to touch base and talk about something which is a pet project of mine, which is encouraging people in the helping professions to charge their worth. And today I had some really great conversations on this theme. A uh, couple of people talking about uh, their fee structure for their, their, um, their work with their private clients and how to overcome fears that they're not worthy of charging the same as anybody else. And this is a topic that I find fascinating, the not feeling worthy. So it comes under the imposter fear banner, I think. Uh, when I first started in private practice, I had a very tough supervisor who um, <clears throat> was supervising me on my clinical work and uh, she was such an inspiration and such a, a, a shining guiding light for me at the time. And when I told her that I was going into private practice, I half expected her to growl at me saying, you're not ready. Um, but she had all the faith in the world that I was ready, but she did say, don't you dare undercut me. Best business advice ever. Because what that did straight away was take the heat out of the fears that I didn't even realise that I had, which was that I didn't feel worthy of charging the same fee as her. And what she managed to do was spin that completely on its head before I'd even opened my mouth and put the challenge out to me to not undercut her. So not show her the disrespect of trying to compete with her based on price. That was such an incredible lesson. And I, and I do repeat that story a lot with my coaching clients because I think it's really important when you're working in a service industry, when you're working in a profession that is a fee-for-service um, role, it's really important to remember that you've already got all of the training and the skills that you need to provide good value. You need to work hard to provide good value, not undercut your colleagues to compete based on price. It's just, it's just, let's face it, it's just a bit tacky, really. If we think of it as undercutting, if you were deliberately undercutting, it would feel tacky, right? And I know you're not deliberately trying to undercut. This is why I call it a money mindset issue because it's exactly what it is. It's this imposter fear that we're not good enough, we're not experienced enough, we're not all that <laughs> compared to whoever it is you're comparing yourself against. So I really think it's very important to think about um, 
what it is that stops you from charging the fees that make your business viable and sustainable. Because it's only through being viable and sustainable in the longer term that you can help more and more people. And by helping more and more people by not burning out and being available to help more and more people. Not, and this is sadly what I see a lot of people doing, undercharging because they wanna help, which I understand and respect, but undercharging, which means that financially they end up struggling to run their own business and make it sustainable. So then they try to help more and more people by having to see so many, sing so many people in a single day to make their business viable that they end up burning out in the long run. And they end up helping nobody. Now I've seen that a bunch of times and I don't want that for you. So if you're in a service-based industry, charge your fees, set your fees appropriately right at the outset. Don't start by undercutting. Don't start by thinking you need to compete on price. That's not the way to build your business. The way to build your business is through reputation for the work that you do, not for being the cheapest on the block. Stands to reason. So if you're struggling with that as a concept, I want you to have a think about the things that you pay for that you really, really value and that you don't care that it costs you X, Y, Z fee. So, you know, over the past few weeks, I've been having some osteopathy treatment on my back and my neck. It has been really hard work. It has been really tough going. And I don't even, I couldn't even tell you what the fee is for that treatment because that's the least of my worries when I'm at the osteopath. Um, by the time I have my, you know, my follow-up appointments, I'm so uncomfortable that I'm just interested in getting in there and getting the treatment. And after the treatment, um, I don't know if you've ever had osteopathy on your back and neck, but it can leave your body a bit jangly for a while and certainly your brain too. So I'm not even thinking about the fee. And then of course, once I've left, I've, it's forgotten anyway. I pay for it because I value it. I pay for it because it's good treatment. I pay for it because it works and it helps me. I'm not worried specifically. I would have no clue whether the osteopath I see is the cheapest or the most expensive. All I care about is that he does a good job and he has a good reputation, which is how I found him. So I want you to think about that for yourself. What do you pay for that you really value, that is really important, and you don't actually pay too much attention, A, to what it costs, or and or B, whether it's cheaper than someone else around the corner. The other thing that we talked about today was uh, I've got a few people who are working on building courses at the moment, and this always raises a big, tough question for people. How do I price this damn thing? Because it's really hard when you're starting out running courses, it's really hard to, un to, to figure out what something is worth. And I understand that can be really difficult. So just a little tip for you, have a think about something that might be a similar format not necessarily content, but I mean, it might be, but similar format that you have paid money for in the past and found it to be great value. When you're doing that, have a listen. Are there any of those, oh, I couldn't possibly money set undermining thoughts popping in the way for you? Are you, are you feeling like I couldn't possibly charge the same as this person or that person? Why is that popping up for you? What's that all about? Tackle that issue, but then go back to the idea of, I got value out of 
doing this particular training and I paid X amount of dollars for that particular training, which is a similar format to mine. So try again to think about delivering value to the people who are going to participate in the training programs that you're running and delivering value isn't just about being cheap. Delivering value means exceeding expectations. Delivering value means delivering on the promises that you're making. By all means, have an early bird if you want to and offer some discounts for people who are really motivated to get in early. But think about what it is you're offering and what's something similar that you've attended in the past. It might be an online program. It might be a hybrid program. There might be some one-in-one -one work involved. There might not be. Have a think about what you've paid in the past and would happily pay again. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then you know, go from that. Use that as a starting point to set your own fees. So bottom line, message is, no matter who you are, no matter what industry you're in, do you go to the Italian restaurant that you love their food because it's the cheapest on the block or do you not know what the next Italian restaurant's charging because you don't go there because you already love the one you're going to? Think of how other industries appeal to you and, and encourage you to part with your hard-earned money and it's not by being the cheapest. Sure, there are some things that are you know the cheapest and we might go with them but overall if we're paying money for things that we really value it's because we value the thing not because it's the cheapest on the block and I want you thinking the same way for you and the products and services that you offer okay have a great Monday and I'll talk to you tomorrow bye for now